The following program is being brought to you on the World Talk Radio Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit worldtalkradio.com. The World Talk Radio Network, where the world comes to talk. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the World Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Are you ready to be inspired, uplifted, and motivated to greatness? It's time for Star Style. Be the star you are. With your effervescent personal growth coaches, the Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan, and health specialist, Heather Brittany. Define your vision, discover your passion, and design your future in this power-packed hour of life-changing talk radio. Featuring authors and success experts dedicated to helping you achieve the results you deserve. Be entertained, edutained, encouraged, and empowered. Smile, have fun, and celebrate you. Explore your potential and embrace your possibilities with your hosts, Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany on Star Style. Be the star you are, starting right now. Well, we are living our dreams. Hello, Power Partners, and welcome to Radio's Hour of Power, Star Style. Be the star you are. It's the Heather and Cynthia party. I am (laughs) Cynthia Bryan. And I'm Heather Brittany. And we are the mother-daughter dynamic duo here with you every single week, helping you pump your energy and do what you love and find out new information and get healthy and fit and laugh and learn and all those good things because we really do want to have you follow your heart. The show for today is Heather and I, and what we're going to be doing is Heather's going to be talking about cervical cancer and oral fixations and what is happening in with HPV that can be transmitted through to the mouth through oral sex. And then I'm going to be taking you on a roving cash register to find out what's happening in mobile phones and how it's changing our future. And we're going to go into the garden to plant a healthy garden. The Miracle Moment for today brought to you by Star Style Productions. Coaching you to be the star of your own life for your own consultation. Call 925-377-STAR or visit StarStyleProductions.com. Is learn from the mistake of others. You can never live long enough to make them all your mis- yourself. And that's from Groucho Marx. <laughs> And I like that one. I like that one a lot because isn't it so true? I mean, we try to be so perfect, but the best thing is probably to make mistakes. Well, Heather, what? what you, yeah. Well, here's here is what's very exciting at the moment. Before we get into health matters, is uh, I you know I am attempting now to put VHSs onto uh, DVDs because obviously tapes are from the. 90s and now we're in uh, well whatever century we're in now we're we're 20 years later and 
So I decided uh, after doing some family tapes that it's time to start putting my television shows on. And this was really great. Uh, back in the 90s, I started producing and hosting a show called Star Style Live Your Dreams about ordinary people who are doing what they love in life, and not for the money, not for the glamour, but because it feeds their soul. Kind of what I'm still doing. And I am transferring these now. And Heather, these shows are amazing. They are so amazing. And what's so interesting is I, we started, and you were just a little girl and you were on these shows, but these, we started shooting them in 1995 and, um, kept producing until about 2002. And, the people that are on them and what they're saying is exactly relevant to what all of us are going through today. So I think I'm going to have to re-release these shows because other than the <laughs> hairstyles and maybe the clothes, um, I tell you what what people are feeling in their hearts and what they're doing to live their dreams and, and uh, live a life of happiness is exactly what we all want to do. And I think we're in a better consciousness today. So anyway... So fun to look at these. I'm really, really, really enjoying it. So let's get on to health matters. Um, long known to cause cervical cancer, there is a pervasive but silent human virus, and I can't even pronounce it. You're going to have to pronounce Papilloma. it. Papilloma. Papilloma virus is actually finding its way into women's mouths and what it's sort of a wake up call of what's going on. So this is a parental discretion health matters today, but it needs to be discussed. And our resident health practitioner, Heather Brittany, is going to give us the lowdown on what is going on. What are the health risks of oral sex? Well, exactly. You know, well, my whole thing is before that, um, you know, I love that you gave the discretion there, but I think it is such an important thing about talking about all aspects when it comes to sexual health, um, especially coming from being a reproductive health specialist and working with this kind of stuff every day. I think it's always um, wonderful for parents to share this information, to be informative and give non-biased information because it's all of our health and it affects everyone and we want to make sure people have the correct information. Um, with, you know, as in many cheaper twos and health matters, uh, health segments, um, we've discussed before about HPV, the human papillomavirus, um, which is known uh, to be the leading cause of cervical cancer as well as genital warts. Um, just sort of, you know, background information, papillona, that weird, confusing word to say. Um, it comes from, um, you know, the, the discretion in, in medical um, of warts. So similar when people get warts on their hands and feet, that's in the papillona family. However, um, this particular HPV, um, we you know why people are getting these vaccines and the cervical cancer and the genital warts, it's related to particular strands. Um, and you're probably going to tell us, but can, can you get rid of it once you get it, or is it a lifelong you so, know, thing? You know, here's the thing of, that we've discussed, you know, yes and no before. Of One, um, so again, sort of, you know, to backtrack with this, is when women, you know, go in for their PAPs, you know, starting, we say, at age 20, it's always sort of changing with the current, um, our, our current recommendation is starting at age 21, whether you've been sexually active or not. 
Um, that, you know, we're looking at cervical cells, healthy cells, see if there's anything. Um, once, uh, you know, what they've discovered is HPV, human papilla, it's sort of just bacteria. Not to, um, you know, it is a virus, but not, not to um, make it sound like less of something. But, um, it, you know, it's everywhere, and they've actually looked into it and seen it as being almost a, a precursor of someone's first, um, you know, sort of venture into sexuality, into being a sexual human being. Um, with human with and, and what do you mean by that, Heather? What do you mean by that, a first venture? I mean... So, so what, they, what they've seen is, again, is, though it's a virus, I, li- I always like to more talk about it as bacteria. If you shake my hand, I shake your hand, now we both have each other's germs. And then you go shake Johnny's hand, and now he has both of our germs. And um, for the most part, germs and bacteria um, isn't going to make you sick. It's just there. However, in some cases, it can make you sick. Some things, you know, you take medicine, you wash off, you're better. Other things, it can be more of a process. And so that's the same when it comes to HPV. Um, there's over 100 different strands, about 40 to 60 are sexually transmitted. And there's really, um, you know, there's various ones, but there's four that we're con- really concerned about, the two that cause cervical cancer and two that cause genital warts. But in, in more recent studies, wise, we're really um, advocating for um, these Gardasil for these HPV vaccines is because they've seen the link to you know anal cancer, um, rectal cancer, and as well as now as oral cancer. And this is something you know I, I think uh, um, previously oral cancer was viewed as you know almost a male cancer, and it was not. Well, you always that. thought it was smoking, didn't you? Or yeah, they, they found it. They found it more in in males over fifty who were heavy smokers, heavy drinkers, or both. And, um, you know, but, but HPV, they had found that between uh, 1970 to 2005, um, 23% of oral cancers was related to HPV. Now, based on whatever, um, you know, medical journal you read, they say that HPV um, can be anywhere from 64 to 93% of the causes in cancer, and it's, of oral cancer, and it's appearing more in females. And the big thing about this is there's that misconception um, about oral sex. A lot of, you know, depending on who you talk of, of, you know, is oral sex really sex? Or, you know, I can't get, uh, I, I can't uh, give or, you know, I can't transmit or give a sexually transmitted infection um, only by by oral, um, you know, by, by oral sex, I guess, you know. But, um, well, we had a president that had that initiation for <laughs> all of us who, you know, determined that it was not sex. <laughs> yeah. Well, and again, you know, it's, it's all on, on people's, um, you know, and anyone's personal definition of it, um, even if it isn't, you know, penile vaginal or whatever you interpret as um, actual intercourse. Um, oral sex, oral intercourse, however you want to phrase it, does have potential risk. And they're seeing why there's such a big increase is because there is why some people may be delaying sexual, full-on sexual activity. They're participating in, in, other, in other ways. And a lot of people who have so many partners, again, here's, you know, with HPV, because possibly even if you have never been, you know, truly sexually active, Possibly one of your partners has, and just as you know, these crazy diagrams they think they say of you know anyone you've ever slept with um, or your partner has, it's like you're sleeping with all of them. So that goes the same when it comes to your oral health. So they've seen this increase, you know, with with teenagers or just in women's health, 
Um, yeah, and I wanted to ask about the teenagers. I'm glad you brought that up because uh, that this is a you know obviously I work with teens and it's a really big thing that's happening with teens these days because they don't consider you know it's it's not considered sex. So how, what are they going to do? You know, I I think the the good thing is um, a lot of these safe sex campaigns have um, been typically talking about how unprotected intercourse is related to. HPV um, being vaginal-wise. And, you know, I think the big thing is a lot of people aren't thinking about what they're doing with things in other places. And, um, you know, so there are a lot of times, too, as, as we talk with HPV, with cervical cancer. So HPV, the kind of big thing is um, there. It, it, there's a lot of information out there right now, but at the same time, there really isn't. And a lot of times, you know, women, they go in for their pap, they find out they have an abnormal. It sounds so devastating, but the big thing is there's just abnormal cells. We want to monitor them. We want to make sure that they're not changing. Um, it's the very small percentile that um, these cells can actually become cancerous. If it is actual genital warts or, or warts, similar when you get warts on your hands and feet, we either give you a topical cream that eventually it will come off or it's similar how they, they uh, put sort of like a burning acid on you, they, they, they freeze them off. It'll come off like that. It's not a reoccurring thing. They're not going to come in clusters. Um, but something similar too is a lot of women, for whatever reason, um, you know, they they haven't gone for their past or they didn't follow their doctor's recommendation or financially they couldn't go whatever. Um, we've always said, you know, uh, cervical cancer is a silent killer. There is not symptoms. It isn't that you know you, you feel sick all the time or you're losing or you're all any of these things. By the time people start to feel symptoms of something, it's already too late. And um, since they develop... What are the symptoms, Heather? Do you know what the symptoms are? Well, well in relation... Is it like pain and... Well, in relation to HPV being orally, so what we're seeing is oral cancer, what, there's new upbringing of it. Um, things, again, it's it, this is something that can take a progressively long time. So ways, you know, what you can do um, to kind of uh, counteract this, um, one is your dentist, surprisingly, can be a big factor for you because your dentist is in your mouth. They are the people that can tell you, you know, you're a smoker, you chew, you do this, you do whatever, you, you eat a lot of candy. They are looking in, you know, your tongue, throat, mouth, um, and they can tell you, you know, if there should be precancerous things. So ask your dentist. Um, next time, you know, they're, you're in your mouth saying, you know, am I possibly a candidate looking at possibly, you know, outside of your sexual information? Because I'm sure that's not something you're sharing with your dentist. But ask them if you Yeah, I don't think that's on the form usually. Think, um, you know, but however, you know, with more medical information, you know, things are, are, are coming out. Um, you know, ask them if, if they think that you could potentially be a candidate for oral cancer. Also, the biggest thing is don't ignore chronic symptoms. We all get cold sometimes. We all get swollen lymph nodes. But this is chronic. These are reoccurring things. If you have a chronic nasal drip, if you have a chronic sore jaw, um, if you have, you know, the lumps, when you're sick, your lymph nodes uh, swell. But if they're always swollen, that's something, you know, really, again, it may not be painful, but just something you notice. Really take note of that. Um, and this is something I know, especially in this economy, we've talked about. If maybe you don't have, uh, you can't afford dental care, or to have a primary care doctor, there are um, nonprofit. There are, you know, community health as well as, you know, we talked before about Planned Parenthood about getting things like this. Is something that's been brought to the attention um, that 
you know, cancers as well, you know, as infections and stuff isn't just in the general area that because of, you know, because of sexual encounters, things can be spread to other places. So well, and like, you know what, Anna, when I was reading about this, trying to do my background research on it, what it was saying is that the, it's what's so interesting is that the young women that it is affecting are usually super healthy in every other way and they exercise regularly and they eat right so they don't fit the profile of someone who um, is, you know, going to be cancer prone in any I, way. And I think something that's really frustrating, um, I know in the clinics I worked in, what was frustrating is in medical, um, you know, with a lot of medical stuff, you do blood tests or, or stuff and to find out, you know, what's going on in your body. Unfortunately, for HPV, there is no blood test. And what a lot of people you know, would come in and we let them know, you know, they're, especially for males, unless they have, you know, done what they're, they're sort of just seen as carriers. Um, and it's unfortunate that we, they're at, with the current um, scientific, you know, a, a possibilities, we don't have blood tests for it. So um, what happens a lot of times with this oral cancer, this HPV that's causing oral cancer, um, women are going in, you know, they've been in a monogamous relationship for, you know, X amount of years, and they've gone in and their paps are completely healthy, so they feel like, you know, they have, I have nothing to worry about, you know, again, as they're saying. I'm, I'm in a monogamous relationship. I'm eating healthy. Um, you know, my, I, I have my, my path was good, but no one's thinking, you know, to check the to do these testing, to look into your mouth, to find out these other symptoms, things. So um, that's just sort of you know another thing to Heather. Away. Do they know where it actually comes from? Originally, uh, you know, originally, where does this virus originally come from? I mean, yeah, I, that's I, what I, that's I, where I'm confused. I mean, it obviously starts somewhere. So especially for somebody. I, I think that's it. And nearly the frustrating thing with all medical things is anytime there's a, wh where does it, the flu originate? Oh, so, okay, you got it from someone who was sick. Well, where did they get sick? Where did, it's sort of, you know, how did bacteria start? How, how did the, you know, very first chlamydia or gonorrhea? I mean, I remember one time I got an eye infection. And, of course, my, my thing I always say about the Internet is it's so wonderful. But at the same time, you know, you type in headache. And you find out you have cancer and you're dying. And, and <laughs> I remember, I, remember I, I had an eye infection, which it turned out to be nothing. It was because I, I had gotten, I love fake eyes. I had gotten glue in my eye. And, it got, and um, But, of course, I typed in and I thought I had pink eye. And reading about pink eye, I thought, how does the world not have pink eye? Because it's as simple as you rub your eye. You touch a doorknob, every single person in the world touches that doorknob. They rub their eye. I mean, so I went into a tizzy, of course. I thought I had everything. And then when I went to the doctor, they just said, oh, you know, you have some irritation. You put some drops in. You'll be fine. <laughs> don't, don't wear eyelashes for a week. And, um, you know, but, that, but that's sort of the thing is it's really how, how do all of these, you know, what came first, the chicken or the egg? Um, stuff originates, it's, no one can really pinpoint things where exactly originates. Um, people just, again, the, the biggest thing too, which really, um, uh, I think frustrating for patients with HPV is the incubational time. Um, because it's not something, it, it's not a bacteria, so it doesn't have a quick turnaround. Sometimes it can take up to two years, um, for someone to have an abnormal PAP or for general work to cause so a lot of times what would happen, someone was in a, a monogamous relationship for a year or so, um, they come in for a PAP, their PAP is fine, they come back a year later, 
and now that we're telling them it's abnormal, and um, and there is always there is always the chance you know that there can be um, false information. If you if you really feel you can always you know retest, but um, it can take a long time for cells to mutate. So it's really hard to play the blame game with people. And I, I think um, in the good news about with HPV, and especially with it now being brought to light with the oral cancers, is with this vaccine, it, it's in essence, you know, it's controversial that we're telling people, you know, to vaccinate, it has the, the chance of being most effective to vaccinate your children, both male and female, before they're even sexually active. So um, they've been recommending at 12 years old. It's not a mandated thing. It's not something, you know, it's going to a many, you know, a lot of times you have, your child has to have measles shots or to go to school. It's not a mandation, but the um, a highly recommend because um, well that's exciting that there is something like that that you know that we can do at this time well we're out of time again Heather oh, okay. but you know what if you want to stay on when we come from break I'll do my business bite we can talk about this a little bit more if there's more that we should talk about because uh, it's important that people know that there is a vaccine because that's a great thing some people don't like vaccines but if if you're okay with a vaccine uh, boy I'd rather have that than get this virus right <laughs> well, give okay. out the websites, and then um, you can come back on if you'd like. Most definitely. We want you to go to BeTheStarYouAre.org as well as BeTheStarYouAre.com. And I'm Cynthia Bryan. And I'm Heather Brittany. And you're listening to Star Style, Be The Star You Are. And Heather may or may not be back on the next segment. Hold on, and we'll see a big surprise coming up. <laughs> The star you are, be the star you are, you are the star. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take World Talk Radio on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Business Bites. Here's Cynthia Bryan. Are you experiencing growing pains? Well, growth is a great thing when you're prepared to handle it. Oftentimes, small business owners try to do everything themselves, and when they find out they can't, they panic or they withdraw. It's a managerial demands that can cause a burgeoning business to fail. You have to learn to delete the management to a qualified individual and keep tabs on the progress. Here are a list of traits that a successful manager can employ as the business is growing. Focus on the project exclusively. Pay attention to minute details. Train your personnel and see training as an investment in the future. Evaluate all your pro- uh, your pro- productivity of your employees. Resolve conflicts and keep the business running smoothly. Step back and determine where your company currently is and where it wants to go. Take the steps necessary to ensure continual growth and prosperity. And finally, remember, you are the star of your own performance. Turn your passions into profits. I'm Cynthia Bryan with another Business Bite from Star Style. For more information, visit StarStyleProductions.com. Be the star you are. Light up the flame that burns.
Get a positive prescription for living and discover a cure for adversity when you make a difference in the lives of others by donating to Be the Star You Are, a 501c3 top-rated charity dedicated to empowering women, families, and youth through increased literacy, positive media, and tools for living. www.bethestarur.org All donations are tax-deductible. www.bethestarur.org Be the lucky star Are you a teenager with lots to say but no one to talk to? Let your creativity explode and your voice be heard on the radio program Express Yourself, a show by teens, for teens, and about teens. No topic is off limits as you connect with teens with attitude. Check out Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel and join our global community where teens talk and the world listens. www.btsya.com. You can express yourself. This business of show business is calling out to me. Get started acting or modeling with a consultation from media coach extraordinaire Cynthia Bryant, who has guided entertainment careers for over two decades. Call 925-377-STAR or visit www.cynthiabryan.com. Pick up a copy of her award-winning book, The Business of Show Business, and start living your dreams today. Call 925-377-STAR. 925-377-STAR. You're listening to the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Be the star you are. You are the star. Get ready to be inspired, entertained, and motivated to greatness with positive, uplifting, life-changing talk radio. Turn up the volume. Tune in to the Power Hour on Star Style. Be the star you are. Now, back to the program with the Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan. Well, thank you for staying with us. And I am Cynthia Bryan, and Heather Brittany is still here. Right, Heather? Yeah. I love it. Well, um, we're going to talk a little bit more about that vaccine because I think it's really, really important. But before we do, I just wanted to mention a couple of uh, important things that we're excited about. Express Yourself Teen Radio is the number one young adult uh, uh, radio program on the Voice America Network in the world, which is really fabulous. So congratulations to our teens. And the teens are bringing it, uh, the, the um, Express Yourself, to a booth at the Moraga Fair. And we want to thank two sponsors who are making that happen. Arinda Auto Detail, which um, they are a company in Arinda that do true vehicle appearance, specializing everything from 100% hand washing to complete interior and exterior rejuvenation. And they give incredible customer service. So thank you, Arinda Auto Detail, arindaautodetail.com. And also, we want to thank Keegan Productions, who produces high-quality videos for seminars and workshops for groups, communities, and the general public. And Keegan Productions is going to be at the fair actually videotaping the live radio shows. And the kids are going to be doing two live radio shows from the Moraga Fair 
For more information, go to btsya.com, click on events, and you can find out more about our sponsors and about our teams and about Express Yourself Radio Show. So isn't that cool, Heather? I'm very excited that about that. awesome. Yes. So now... Before I get into roving register, uh, I just wanted to have you tell a little bit more about this vaccine because I didn't realize there was a vaccine that could be given to children, both boys and girls, as young as 12 before anyone is sexually active. And this seems to me to be a very positive thing. If it's going to prevent cancer and deaths, you know, later on uh, or at any age, why not give the vaccine? Are there yeah, pros well, or cons? Actually, the... well, you know what? Um, you know, I'm biased to it that I, I think it's a complete pro. But actually, we, we have discussed it on many um, episodes before. Is um, there, There's newer ones coming out, but the, currently there's Gardasil available. Um, when it was first brought on about 10 years ago, originally it was just for uh, girls. And it was starting between 18 and 26. Now they're starting at age 12 because research has shown that um, it's most effective before anyone has become sexually active. The the biggest sort of, um, you know, I think just with our, our current state of our economy and our country is people feel that, um, you know, so the backlash is people have felt that if they were to give their kids this vaccine that it would make them promiscuous and that it was, you know, it's, it's not preventing against anything. It's just like saying, you know, if you... If you give kids con or edu- give kids sex education, doesn't mean they're going to go have sex. You're just giving them a tool. Well, and you know, doing vaccines in general, I suppose that should be another topic for a health matter down the line. Is there are many parents who don't want to uh, vaccinate their children against uh, smallpox or polio or any of these things because they're afraid that it causes autism, whatever. So there are people that don't even believe in vaccines. Period. But I'm in accordance. Uh, I'm in agreement with you that I I really feel that the pros outweigh yeah. the cons in this. I particular. think. I, I mean, it's just I I think the the sort of stigmatism that's associated with this vaccine is that it's in relation to sexual health. Now, if you were to just tell parents, um, there's a vaccine out there that can help prevent a cancer, a 99, you know that something that no woman should ever die or no no man because it's related to so many other cancers if they were to tell you there's a cancer vaccine um i i i can't believe you know i think definitely a higher you, know, population you just want found that. you just found the answer i think is that we you know it this vaccine just needs a better publicist and it needs a spin on it that it is a cancer vaccine as opposed to a sexually transmitted disease um uh, vaccine and then the well, stigmatism you know, I, I, would go yeah. away. I mean, honestly, I'm not the first to. Um, I'm, I'm not the one that that's even that started this thing. This is how you know it's, it's been marketed and it's sort of exactly. that turnaround when people ask, well, how you know, of, well, HPV isn't that related sexually, and and um, I, you know, I think it's unfortunate that people have that fear that you know that those kids become but if, if active. If people knew that the HPV was related or was a contributor to these deadly cancers that are undetectable until it's too late, then it would lose the stigma and it would become more of a cancer vaccine is what I'm saying. So I think that that's important. I, I, I hope, I hope, I hope so because, 
you know, I think... Is there a website people can go to to find out more about well, that? I think if, you know, as with anything, if you just go to plan.org, which will bring you to your local Planned Parenthood anything, they have links and really good non-biased information with everything. And and it's not, I'm not pushing that vaccine. I know many people, you know, have um, concerns over it because it's a fairly new vaccine. They don't know, you know, what's going to happen in the future. You know, so it's, it's nothing, I just, my personal view on it is I think it's um, a wonderful, it's a series of three vaccines of now. We don't believe that there needs to be any kind of booster shot. Who knows that information because, you know, it, it's been around less than 20 years. Um, you know, that may change when we find out we do need a booster. Um, currently, you know, especially people, it, it's an expensive vaccine. Um, it's about $170 per injection. However... Um, many places, if you have, um, if you have healthcare, if you have healthcare and you're under the age 26 or your child is at least, uh, 12 years old and from 12 to 26, it will be 100% covered because it is considered a preventative vaccine. It's still, a, and, um, Planned Parenthood as well, they can offer it at either a very low cost. If you don't have insurance, they, they have a, a program with Merck, um, to do it for $20. But if you have private health insurance and your child's under 26 or you are under 26, it is available at no cost. Um, but what about you know, over 26, Heather? And then, 26, then you have sure. to pay the full price? or so you- over, over 26. And the only reason there is this 26 uh, cutoff is when they did their um, you know, clinical studies, they, only, they stopped at age 26 because they saw that this was the highest demographic because... Um, statistically, over age 26 are married, in monogamous relationships, you know, have care, whatever it may be. And um, so they stop the research at 26. And a lot of people, it, um, FDA and, uh, approval and research are very, are multi-million dollar things. And that's why um, many times you'll see all these pills and health things that say, you know, not, not approved by FDA. Some things, be careful, but other things, it's just, it's a very, it's a time-consuming and very expensive procedure. Um, so they stopped at age 26. Um, we, however, believe that, um, you know, just because the very next day you're turning 27 doesn't mean all of a sudden this isn't going to work for you. So um, I've actually administered injections um, to patients, you know, as old as 55. If you're a sexual being, um, you know, who who is um, not... Even, you know, I, I'm, I'm such an advocate for even if you're in a monogamous relationship to complete the vaccine series. So, though, um, if you Heather, are... Heather, and when you say a vaccine series, how many are, are there? Do you have to do so three? It's, it's a series of three vaccines. Um, the typical thing, what we like to do is have it completed within six months. It cannot be any shorter, um, but it has to be, but it can be longer. So what we do, um, the, the sort of the recommendation, what um, the injection uh, procedure of choice would be that you give, um, similar like when people get, you know, boosters, measles, it's a series, you get the first injection, now it's the exact same injection, you get the first one, then you come back two months later get the second one, and you come back four months after that to get the third. You can't come back any earlier for whatever reason. Research has shown that your body it takes that long to absorb, digest, whatever it may be, the injection. However, um, it could be a much longer in time. We want to get people, because with all things, studies have shown that 
if um, people are in this thought process that they need to complete it within six months, they do. If they know they have a lot more lead time, a lot of times people fall off the bandwagon, they forget about it, and before they know it, they're over 26, and um, now that when we tell them you that it's almost $200 for a vaccine, that sort of deteriorates and people aren't so into it. And studies have shown that you must complete the series of all three vaccines. Um, however, I personally have gotten the vaccines, and from my second to my third, um, it was two years. I had gotten mine when I was in college, and then I, I went, you know, a, a two-year period where I didn't have health insurance, and I didn't know at that time that I could get it at no cost, and um, it wasn't until when I started working that I found out through my, my health insurance I could get them at no cost, and it was also available for low cost. And I wasn't sure, do I need to start it over? And that's a big thing people aren't sure, do I start? You don't need to start over just as long as you complete all three. And well, then maybe the important thing to let people know then is to check with your insurance carrier um, before, you know, you contact your doctor because your doctor may not know whether you're covered either unless you're going to some facility yeah, where it's think, already covered. Exactly. And the big thing I always just advocate is that, um, you know, if you don't have insurance, if you are an out-of-pocket patient or, you know, you're under 26 and you may have insurance, it's not going to cover it. Think about it as it's, um, it may be expensive, but also think about um, the expense of your life and, um, you know, of having cancer or having something like that, of what that would do. And as well as, as that is HPV doesn't just affect you, it affects all of your partners. It affects, it affects your family. Just any ailment affects everyone around you. Your quality of life affects everyone else's quality of life because, you know, you are the star. You do matter. Well, yeah. and this whole idea that uh, throat cancers and mouth cancers can now be caught, you know, are now being found to be caused by this, where as before, as we were saying at the top of the hour, that it was usually smokers who would get these kind of cancers. So this virus is actually very prevalent and it is, uh, it's deadly and it's silent and that's what's scary. So, it sounds like at least get some knowledge about it. Talk to your healthcare practitioner, and um, if you are, you, you know, if you if you can, and if you're willing to get that vaccine, it sounds like the vaccine is going to do you more good than it would ever do any harm. I mean, are there side effects to the vaccine that you know of? No, I mean, there's been lists of the the biggest side effects. We say, you know, there's um, pain. It's similar if you've ever got a tetanus shot. The next day, it feels like someone gave you a dead arm. So there's, you know, pain, swelling on the injection site. And in very rare cases, after our first injection, we always have someone wait 20 minutes to make sure there isn't any kind of aphylactic thing. Technically, if someone was to have an allergic reaction, it would happen uh, almost instantaneously. We would give them an injection, and they would start to feel, you know, trouble breathing. But we always like to monitor someone um, for 20 minutes after the first injection. After we've seen that the first injection is successful, if we are following two, we know that you're not going to have a reaction. There has been rare cases um, that people have had. Um, there was some stuff on the news, I believe, a while ago that a woman had some weird nerve damage that happened. Um, these are the extremely, with all things, um, there's, there's always a risk with anything you're putting into your body and, and who's just, who's to know, you know, whatever clinical research. And, and that's something, you know, when you look into medicine, if you ever looked at things, 
anytime they do a clinical study, any of the slightest thing, if someone says my eyebrow itch, they have to list, you know, possible eyebrow itching may occur. So you, you um, it's everybody can. Yeah, there could be yeah. something, but that, but what it sounds like from what has experienced has been minimal. Well, you know what? We're at the end of the second segment, Heather. So thank you for staying on to give yeah. us the rest of the information because I really was interested in the vaccine portion of it. And although we've done other shows on vaccines, I never realized that this was the same vaccine that would be for, for this uh, for this issue. So yep. thank you so much, Heather Brittany with Health Matters, always our great health resident right here yeah. on our two, two segment. So when we come back from break, I am going to do the roving register and I'm also going to give you five steps to a healthy garden. So you're going to get everything in the last segment kind of squished together. So if I talk too fast, it's going to be because I want to give you everything you need. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Cynthia Bryan. And I'm Heather Whitney. And you're listening to Star Style, Be the Star You Are, and we will be right back. Don't go away. What's going on behind the scenes with your favorite World Talk Radio show or host? For the latest news, visit the iRadio blog at iradioblog.com. Looking for unique, one-of-a-kind gifts for the special woman in your life? The Carmony Collection creates handmade handbags, clutches, candles, and canvases from vintage and recycled fabrics, bangles, and beads. Be eco-friendly and fashionable with prices for all pocketbooks. Visit www.carmonycollection.com. That's Carmony with a K and Collection with a K. Or call 925-785-7827. Are you living your dreams? Want to create a life you love but don't know how to begin? Lifestyle coach and personal growth expert Cynthia Bryan has jump-started the lives and careers of clients for over two decades with her signature Star Style consultations. With personalized sessions by phone or in person, you'll turn your passions into profits. Visit www.cynthiabryan.com or call 925-377-STAR. That's cynthiabryan.com or call 925-377-7827. Cynthia Bryan is your guide on the side. www.cynthiabryan.com. CynthiaBryan.com. You can be the star you are. Be the star you are. Light up the flame that burns. Make a world of difference in a world of differences when you support Be the Star You Are 501c3, a literacy and positive media charity dedicated to empowering women, families, and youth. Visit BeTheStarYouAre.org to make a tax-deductible donation today. Everyone counts. Donate today. BeTheStarYouAre.org Be the lucky star you up the volume, grab a seat, and get ready to be challenged, inspired, and motivated to greatness. It's power party time on Star Style, Be the Star You Are, with your hosts, the mother-daughter dynamic duo, Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany. Well, I am back with you now, and Heather Brittany was on for the two segments with that very interesting and important segment on this uh, 
this vaccine that can prevent cancer. But now I want to talk to you about mobile hand devices that are in stores these days. And the chances are that your shopping adventures are going to involve less paper and more finger dexterity. And you're going to have to be tapping quite a bit. I'm going to probably be horrible at this because I'm not good at texting. I, I for some reason, my fingers type all the wrong, all the wrong letters. But uh, the near future really involves not just shopping with two hands, but just with one. One to check on the items and the other to register them on your smartphone. Recently, I was reading an article in the San Francisco Chronicle that was written by freelancer Lorraine Sanders, and it predicts literally the demise of cash registers. And what it was saying is that people are going to be clutching their smartphone to do all of their buying, including their receipts. Um, and even with mobile commerce still in its infancy, shoppers are already using the handhelds for payments, for digital receipts, for loyalty rewards, for deals, for scanning those QR codes. I don't use them. Those, I don't know if you, if any of you have, but you're seeing them everywhere. And for uh, requesting personalized service from maybe even sales associates. At uh, Neiman Marcus uh, stores in San Francisco, they are two of four locations that were tested to do a new iPhone application where shoppers can investigate trends and product details, and then they request help from preferred sales associates. And it might be useful, like, if you wanted to pull items to match an outfit while you were browsing elsewhere. So in other words, your your smartphone really becomes a smartphone. It becomes like your personal assistant in tapping in, oh, I need help and I'm standing in the, the hat aisle. I can't get over that we're getting so technical these days that we're going to need our phone to ask for assistance. But how it works is once enabled, the app notifies a sales associate of a shopper's arrival. It uses sensors installed at the store entrances. It sounds kind of creepy to me, actually. And it might be a little bit. But in reality, the customers are still in charge because you can say, hey, I'm just browsing. I don't uh, I don't need any help or I don't have time or whatever. Um, Apple introduced something that was called Easy Pay that allowed customers to purchase certain items in stores using the Apple Store a mobile app and simply walk out. Uh, no trip to the register was required. So in San Francisco Bay Area, more than 65 Gap stores, including Old Navy and Banana Republic, allow shoppers to pay using Android-powered uh, phone apps. It's called the Google Wallet. Now, major retailers aren't the only ones that are really eager to leverage this new mobile technology. Even vintage boutiques are using things like that, too. Uh, there is a vintage boutique that has a 1960s rotary dial phone that is in mint green, and it matches the interiors of the store. But alongside that, it, they have a an iPad that you're going to use to slide your credit cards and do all that kind of stuff. Now, the QR codes are increasingly popular among small retailers, and they're becoming something that we see everywhere where small businesses are, are experimenting with mobile technology that's less familiar. Now, why would you want to be bogged down by the purchase process is what people are asking. And they're just saying that when you're using a mobile device, it's going to be so much easier. Just a tap is all it takes to send a transaction detail from the checkout 
to a customer's enabled smartphone. So in other words, you could go home and print out your receipt if you want, or you could just keep everything digitally. Uh, I like the idea of no paper because I think that is a huge part of my day every day is going through all the paper and sorting and, you know, and filing and deciding what to keep and what not to keep. But at the same time, it's a little weird to be doing everything uh, on a handset. And also with these handsets being so small, it's easy to type in the wrong, the wrong code or the wrong amount. Um, so I'm not sure how that's all going to work, but what um, they're saying is that customers are going to have to be convinced that paying for a purchase with their phone is easier and secure and just as secure as paying with a credit or a debit card. And then there's the issue of customer demand. Shoppers today are inundated by retailer and third-party mobile apps and services. They're kind of becoming overwhelmed. I know when apps first came out, we all were on the bandwagon. Oh, this is so cool. Let's get it, blah, blah. But now there are so many you can't possibly get them all. So it's not like they're clamoring for features that they don't have. They're just trying to adjust to the features that they already have. And most people are not very slick and most people are not very high tech or anything like that yet. But they would like to have it to be simple and easy and cost effective. So just be on the lookout. That might be in our future that we are going to be going completely handheld and mobile. And talking about apps, I want to make sure that everyone knows that we do have a Voice America and a World Talk Radio app available for download. And you can take Star Style, Be the Star You Are with you anywhere, as well as our teen show, Express Yourself. We are Bo, we are available on the mobile apps by Voice America and World Talk Radio. Go to your iPhone, uh, your Apple Store, or your Android Store, whatever whatever device you use, they are available for all the smartphones. So now I want to go into the garden because gardening for me is one of the most important things. And now that spring has sprung, although today it doesn't look so much like that where I am, it's actually blustery and rainy. Hopefully you're having sunshine wherever you are. It is time to get busy in the garden. And here are five things that you can do right now to have a very healthy and beautiful garden. And they're very simple things. The first one is don't use pesticides unless you absolutely have to. And by necessary, I mean you've identified the pest. The pest is causing a real problem, not just an annoyance. And you've already tried managing it without pesticides. Insects such as bees and ladybugs provide valuable services. They're beneficial insects and are readily harmed by pesticides. So you only want to resort to pesticides when you absolutely have to. Speaking of that, you have to understand that there are beneficial insects. Only a few of the thousands of species of insects in your garden actually do any damage. Most insects are helpful creatures that naturally keep pests in check or pollinate plants. So if you use a broad-spectrum pesticide, you're going to be killing more helpful insects than pests. So be really careful. Grow plants that will attract the beneficial insects. Plants that will bring lots of helpful creatures to your garden to help you control pests are widely available in nurseries. Some examples are sunflowers, rosemary, lavender, cosmos, salvia, marigolds, calendula. Plant any of these, and what you'll find is 
you're not going to need to use any insecticides or pesticides, and your garden will be blooming all the time. All of these are flowers that bloom literally year-round. If you're using fertilizers, you want to use a balanced fertilizer instead of a high nitrogen fertilizer. Compost, organic fertilizers, and encapsulated fertilizers release nutrients slowly and support the balanced, healthy growth of plants. High nitrogen fertilizers, on the other hand, they stimulate lots of new tender green growth. But what that does, it actually attracts aphids and other pests. So then we get back to number one about the pesticide thing. So do balance fertilizers. And that gets me to using mulch. Mulch evens out the soil at temperatures. It encourages good soil texture. It encourages root development. It suppresses the weeds. It decomposes over time to provide nutrients. It conserves water by slowing down evaporation. You do want to leave some area bare uh, right around like trees. And also there are ground nesting bees that like to have bare soil. So you don't want to, uh, to bury those in mulch. But mulch can be any kinds, many kinds of things. It can be a combination of, uh, of, uh, of chipped Wood, you know, redwood chips, for example, leaves that have been uh, shredded. It can be uh, bark. It can be even uh, gravel, anything that is going to cover the soil. And remember to make your own compost. You can have your own compost pile even by putting a small bucket or pan under your sink and collecting your scraps, whether they're carrot Carrot cuttings or coffee grinds, teas, eggshells, all of that can go into a compost pile along with straw and leaves and and lawn clippings. Just don't put anything that is diseased in there. And that becomes a nice, rich uh, compost that you can use as a mulch around your plants. And it's great to mulch to like twice a year, once in the summer so that it will retain water and then once in the winter so that your ground will retain the heat and not um, not freeze any of your plants. So those are just a couple of tips for the garden. And then I thought I would just give you a couple of uh, other kind of spring cleaning things that that would be good as far as making some natural products because many cleaning products contain metals and solvents and toxic chemicals. And if you pour these down the drain, they can pollute the bays and our water systems. And our wastewater treatment processes are designed to treat biological waste, but they can't remove all traces of pollutants before they flow out into our oceans. And also, some cleaners contain unnecessary antibacterial agents that are really just technically pesticides, and then those would actually make more bacteria, which would be resistant to the antibacterial drugs. So it becomes a vicious circle. So there are some alternatives for you that use baking soda, borax, lemon juice, and other ingredients that are friendlier to the environment, and they're homemade solutions, and they are very uh, inexpensive, in fact, far less expensive than commercial cleaning products. So let me just give you a couple of them. An all-purpose cleaner is take get some baking soda, mix it with a little water, and you make a paste consistency. And for stubborn stains, work it in. Let it sit for a while before you remove with a damp cloth or a sponge. If you want a disinfectant, full-strength white distilled vinegar. You can spray or rub it on surfaces, doorknobs. And an alternative is a half a cup of borax in a 
gallon of hot water. And by the way, if you have hardwood floors, that's how I mop my hardwood floors. I put uh, about a half a cup of white vinegar in some warm water in a bucket, and I mop my floors, and it keeps them very, very clean. If you need a drain cleaner, you can put baking soda, salt, vinegar, some boiling water, and pour a half cup baking soda and a half cup salt into a drain, and then add that a, a cup of vinegar, cover the drain while it's fizzing, let it sit overnight, and then flush with boiling water. And I think that you'll find that it will clear the clogs, so that's a good one. A good glass cleaner is two cups of water, a cup of white distilled vinegar and a teaspoon of liquid soap or detergent. And you can just put it in a spray bottle and to remove uh, like any wax residue left by uh, commercial window cleaners. And after the residue is removed, you can leave out the soap for any future cleaning. An alternative is just lemon juice and water. And by the way, lemon juice and water also polishes copper and other things. So <laughs> it's sort of fun using all of these. This, uh, you know, obviously I grow a lot of lemons, so I use lemon juice for a lot. As a grease remover, lemon juice or vinegar is fantastic, too. You can spray or douse something that is greasy, let it sit for a few minutes, and then scrub it out. If you have lime and mineral deposits, use vinegar and paper towels, or you can even use uh, the lemon juice again. And here's a really good one for mildew. Undiluted white uh, distilled vinegar. Use it on a cloth or sponge and wipe down the surfaces. So, oh, and one final one before I close and that is if you have uh, watermarks or scuff marks, use toothpaste. You can remove them from the floors and from furniture just with toothpaste. And I actually was on a speaking job and spilled some nail polish on a rug, and I panicked, and I got out my toothpaste, and it came right out. So I hope you love a few of those tips. Get out into your garden. Be natural. Save our, save our world. Save our environment. We have to live in it, and we want to live a long life. Our aim here at Star Style Be the Star You Are is to encourage and inspire, inform, and motivate you. We want you to cherish the past and dream of the future, but live for today. And we hope that you're reading some books. If you'd like to read any of my books, go to be the star you are.com for information about the charity. Go to btsya.com and tune in to our teen show, Express Yourself on the Voice America Radio network. I am so glad that I was with you today. Thank you for being great listeners. My name is Cynthia Bryan and we will celebrate again next week when Heather and I will be back again with another engaging segment and an engagement hour that will encourage you to be your best self. Until then, go out in the world, make it a great day and be the star you are. Thanks for joining me. Thank you for tuning in every week for the Power Hour on Star Style, Be the Star You Are. Our goal is to inspire, inform, entertain, and motivate you to reach for the stars and shine brightly. For further information, visit www.starstyleradio.com. You're invited to our Power Party next week and every week right here on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel with the dynamic duo. The Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan, our health hero, Heather Brittany, and the pioneers on the planet. We'll pour more champagne for the spirit with positive, uplifting, life-changing radio. Until we play again, be the star you are. You are.